Happy December! This is The Bittersweet Life. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. I'm Katie Sewell. I've been in the radio business for nearly 20 years, mostly working for public radio in the United States. In 2013, I quit my stable job and I moved to Rome for just a year. That's where this podcast begins. And if you're new, don't be afraid to start at the beginning. I'd hate for you to miss out on the adventure. That adventure might inspire you to do something crazy, like quit your stable job and move to Rome for just one year. And my co-host is Tiffany Parks. She's a writer and author of Midnight in the Piazza. And she's also an expat who moved to Rome over a decade ago with the determination to stay whatever it took. She's also my childhood friend. I met her on the school bus in the sixth grade. I hope you like the show, and if you do, tell a friend and take the time to write us a review. And if you've listened to the show for years, consider a donation. Your financial support is huge to us. In fact, I can't think of a donation to anywhere that would be more appreciated than what it will be to us. We'll send you a handwritten thank you note. And in addition to helping us pay hosting fees and other bills, your support will help us grow the show, which is absolutely the key to this program continuing in the years to come. So if you love it, if we make your life a little better, please pay whatever you can to support the art that you enjoy. Visit thebittersweetlife.net on your desktop and click the donate button. Or tweet us at bittersweetpod and we'll send you a link. Thank you so much. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks. I'm Katie Sewell. It feels so weird backwards. I know, it does feel <laughs> weird. We're doing things backwards today simply because it is Christmas Eve. Yeah. Just to, you know, keep things different. I don't know. Yeah, we just thought we'd do something <laughs> different. I don't know. There was no real plot. Otherwise, we were like, I wonder if we did it reverse. And now we be, and we know it's terribly awkward. So we'll just mm-hmm. never do that so, again. Yes, exactly. But happy holidays, everybody. Yes, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Yes. Katie, you have something very special for us today. Yes, I do. So it occurred to me when we were thinking about what we could possibly do on Christmas Eve that people might actually take the time to listen to. I thought of a particular piece a radio piece that I made. Actually, back when I was living in Rome, when this podcast first started, I made this piece. I used to do a regular segment on public radio called the Radio Retrospective that was about things from the golden age of radio. Songs, radio shows, all that stuff. And I made this one as a Christmas special one year, looking at the song White Christmas. I remember it vividly for many reasons, but... It's one of the only pieces I've made that I continuously, year after year, cry when I hear it. Have you ever had that thing with your writing where your writing makes you laugh or it makes you cry or it delights you in some way? This is my radio version of that. I can't listen to it without crying. But it's also this heartwarming Christmas piece that I, in some ways, take for granted. Radio stations across the country in the U.S. play this piece year after year after year. And so in some places, it's actually a tradition. And yet, we've never shared it on this show. So I thought it would be fun to actually listen to it together with our Bittersweet Life community. Let's do it. All right. Get ready to cry. <laughs> 
Quiet, please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. This is Jack Benny talking. Jordan. Rocky Jordan. Have you ever danced with a murderer? This is Orson Welles, speaking from London. King County. The holiday season is upon us, and so are the Christmas carols. No doubt you're hearing them in every store you enter. But there is one song that stands apart from the others. It's not upbeat. It's not about fanciful characters. And it isn't religious. It's melancholy. It's wistful. And it's full of longing for bygone days. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know White Christmas was written by Irving Berlin, the same songwriter who composed Alexander's Ragtime Band and God Bless America. And people heard White Christmas for the first time ever on a radio show sponsored by the Kraft Company. It was Christmas Day, 1941. Kraft Music Hall with Bing Crosby, Mary Martin, Victor Borga, Jerry Lester, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, and the music maids and Hal. And here's Bing Crosby. I like New York in June. How about you? Bing Crosby and the Kraft Music Hall was a show that mainly appealed to young people. The average listener age was 21. So it's possible that the younger generation embraced White Christmas first. But the longing and coziness of the song had a deeper meaning that day. Families tuning into the Christmas broadcast were thinking about the tragic event that happened just 18 days before. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. The following year, in the winter of 1942, young American troops found themselves overseas during the holidays. An armed forces radio played White Christmas over and over to remind them of home. It's been a permanent part of the Christmas holiday ever since. Bing Crosby recorded the song for distribution in 1942. In an interview, he talked about traveling overseas to perform for the troops. The song that is most asked for from me over there was White Christmas. Really got so that I hesitated about doing it because invariably it caused such a nostalgic yearning among the men that made them sad. Heaven knows I didn't come that far to make them sad. And for this reason, several times I tried to cut it out of the show, but these guys just hollered for it. By the end of the war, White Christmas was the best-selling song of all time. It held that distinction for 56 years. That is, until 1997, when Princess Diana died. Your candles burned out long before Your legend ever will Elton John's remake of Candle in the Wind was the first song to really challenge the popularity of White Christmas. But White Christmas is still a part of the holidays. And once you're a part of the holidays, you're in. And it may surprise you to know that unless you were alive in the 1940s, you've never heard the recording of White Christmas that made it famous. The radio premiere of the song on Kraft Music Hall was lost, or taped over, and Bing Crosby's original 1942 master recording, the version heard by the troops overseas, 
wore out from overuse. The most familiar version is from 1947, when Bing re-recorded the song, hoping to recapture the original magic. For composer Irving Berlin, White Christmas was an unexpected hit. It was a simple song, just 54 words and 67 notes. It was written for a musical review about the holidays, a failed project that eventually became the movie Holiday Inn. Irving Berlin thought a different song from that film would become popular. Here he is. I had a song in there called Be Careful, It's My Heart for Valentine's Day. That's the song I picked as the big hit. And it was a fair success. But I also had a song in there called White Christmas. And that song won him an Academy Award and is still the best-selling Christmas song of all time. Which is interesting, given the fact that Irving Berlin didn't even celebrate Christmas. He was a Jewish man who immigrated from Russia as a child. And Christmas was a very sad and solemn day for him. While many American families opened gifts around the Christmas tree, Irving Berlin had his own tradition. Every year, he visited the grave of his son, Irving Berlin Jr., who died on Christmas Day, 1928, at only three weeks old. Perhaps it is this truly human melancholy that gives White Christmas staying power. 72 years after it first appeared on the radio, you're still likely to turn it up rather than off. May your day be merry and bright. And may all your I'm Katie Sewell. Well, thank you everyone so much for spending another year with us at the Bittersweet Life Podcast. We are so happy that you are part of our story and our journey. Yes. We've loved hearing from you all year. Now, we will be doing a New Year's episode next week. But since it's Christmas, you love this show. You spend a lot of time with this show. Right around this time, lots of people are asking you for money. Definitely, if you're a public radio listener, you've recently been asked for money. We are asking you for money, too, as an independent art source. We need your support to keep this show going into the next year. So if we are people that you spend time with regularly, if you've gotten something out of this show... Consider buying us a coffee or a dinner. Really, I won't spend your money on coffee or dinner. But, you know, think of it that way. Buying your friends, your bittersweet life friends, a gift at the end of the year. Donate to the show. Help us keep the show alive for another year and growing to get it into the hands of as many people as possible. We want to do that and we can't do it without your support. Tell us how they can do that. So if you would like to donate, and we hope you will, just visit our website on your desktop or laptop. Unfortunately, on the mobile version of our website, the donate button is strangely absent. But so visit our website, which is thebittersweetlife.net, and you will find a donate button in the top right corner. So you can simply click that and it'll be made very easy for you. And there's also a direct link in the show notes to our PayPal page. So you can use that as well. 
you can be the person. You can single-handedly be the person that keeps this show alive for another year. <laughs> Maybe not single-handedly. You can be part of the collective wave that keeps this show alive for another year. We can't do it without your support. We thank you so much. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you on New Year's Eve. Yes. Talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah.